Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, aka DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, aka DJ FGQBNYJs. Today is Thursday, May 20th. And oh, what a show we have for you! <laughs> um, give us a text line, and uh, the text line is open, and the number is 971 361 9396. Give us a shout. We'll give you a shout out. I want to thank all of our sponsors. Of course, uh, Leonard's Oversized Hats. Do you, have a, uh, do you have a big head like Leonard? Well, then you should try Leonard's Oversized Hats. They'll fit your melon. Uh, we also want to thank... <clears throat> excuse me. We also want to thank Leslie's Tasty Bits. If you haven't tried Leslie's Tasty Bits, then, then you're the only one in the neighborhood. Leslie's Tasty Bits. Everybody's tried them. And lastly, we want to thank Mike's Mitts, 100% recycled baseball mitts. Put your balls in Mike's Mitts, and you can help save the world. Mike's Mitts. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor of Good Midmorning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Folks, it's Thursday, and my guest... Uh, my guest host has made more appearances on the show than any other guest host. She is an accomplished pastry chef, a dog lover, and is now on the way to becoming a real estate giant. The co-host I love the most, it's Aura Taylor. Good morning, Liam. Good morning, Aura. How are you? Good. What's, yeah, you're welcome. What's happening? Oh, not much. Sorry, just adjusting my mic, but. Yeah, uh, should have done that before, uh, you know, before we started. Yeah. Should have. Should have. After all these times on the show, I should know all these things. You should, but now you do. Next time, you're going to be so prepared. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and you know, having a good morning. Uh, I woke up a little late today. Whoa, whoa. Microphone just fell down there. Uh, I woke up a little late today. and uh, Yeah, you're not much of a sleeper in her, but today you were. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. That's okay. And... Uh, well, I think it was because, well, the dog comes in usually about 6 a.m. and wakes me up, and then I tell him to go sleep on his bed, and he does, and that, and then usually uh, like 7 o'clock, he'll start to click-clack again. For breakfast. For breakfast, and he didn't do that. No. Well, he did uh, have to go outside at 4 a.m. to go to the bathroom. Ah. Uh, so I did. I did that. That's great. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, just, yeah, that's our normal uh, alarm clock in the morning. So yeah. We did not have that today. So we also stayed up a little bit late last night. Watching movies, having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the movies and stuff, I just want to get uh, a quick pepper update. You know, that's it's basically what the listeners want. They want <laughs> they? Yeah. They to know what's going on with the pepper. And uh, how big she is now, because uh, you know they're keeping they're keeping tallies and what kind of dog they think we think that she is. So yeah, what is she? Seventeen pounds now? 
Have we waited in a we little while? We haven't waited a while. I think she's probably close to that, yeah. Because she was at the vet last time she was 15 and 15, a half. 15, and how many weeks ago was that? Two weeks. Okay, so she's probably yeah, about, yeah, yeah, two about weeks ago. probably about 17 pounds, 18 mm-hmm. pounds maybe. She's getting up there, but she's also, but she's not getting too big, which is nice, you know? We're both like uh, kind of rooting for her to stay kind of small. Yeah, and we're thinking about getting that DNA testing for your dog. Uh, if anyone has done that, please text in and let us know. Yeah, the text line curious nine if it was worth it. The text line's nine seven one three six one nine three nine six. Send us a text. Let us know if you've done the uh, the the DNA testing for dogs or for yourself or for yourself. Yeah, yeah, either one. Why or not? what if you only did your dog and not yourself? Yeah, that's where we're at. So, um, yeah. Well, we haven't done any of it. We haven't done any DNA. No, anyway, we're tempted to do it. We are. Dog one. Yes, I. Well, yes, you are. And I'm I'm standing behind you and agreeing, saying, yes, Pepper wants to see Pepper's down in the down in the studio with us right now. And she wants to get out. Is the uh, upstairs upstairs door closed? Nope. It's it's all open. Okie dokie. Um, so. Oh, she's fine. Uh, so, yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, our night last night. What what did we do last night? We watched a movie. We well, we went out to uh, dinner for my birthday. Oh yeah, the first time we've gone out to dinner since. Uh, I mean, well, we we went out to dinner that one time, like for a dinner dinner, like an like a real, like a real dinner. We go to the Thunderbird a lot, for burgers, yeah, um, and drinks. But that I don't really feel like that's really going out to eat, even though it, it totally is. Okay, but uh, okay. Anyway, long story short, uh, it, it's been a long time since we've actually gone out, like kind of an, on a, a, a a date dinner night, like something that you know was gonna be, f- you know, nice, a nice dinner. And we've been planning on this for a while, trying to figure out, you know, uh, when we could actually go out, where we wanted to go, and we wanted to go to the to the sushi place. Uh, Mer- Mer- what's it called? Mer- America Care Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on Stark. Yeah. Um, on 82nd and st- or 81st and Stark. And it's right next door to Roscoe's. Right. Dive bar. So we like, we love that area, Montevilla area. And we, yeah, I, so I really wanted to go out to sushi there. So we, we went out for, um, um, but my birthday was in February, yeah. by the way. So yeah, it's been a while. We've been been trying to figure out mm-hmm. when we, when we could go and do this, um, and so it was lovely. Uh, it was a little weird. Uh, we we sat outside and they had a they had a big thing uh, that uh, you know one of those sidewalk where they took over the sidewalk and put up like booths and tables and it was it was in the street, wasn't it? It was yes, mm-hmm. because there was a car parked behind us. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. it had a plastic uh, kind of shell thing around it and. Right where we were sitting, there was a giant hole behind us. So the wind was just kind of ripping through, and it made it a little bit chilly. But other than that, the food was a delicious. It was amazing. Yeah, it was some of the best sushi I've It had was so good. a really long time. And I delicious. ate so much. I just kept eating. It's so much that when I went to bed later, you know, hours later, I was like, oh, <laughs> like I'm so full. This is, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh so we went out to dinner, it was delicious, and then we came home and uh and we watched some movies. 
Yeah. Yeah. We watched. Uh, we watched a movie that I really wanted to watch um, for a while. I think it came out in March, but maybe that was listed. But anyway, it's on Netflix called Moxie. And it's um, starring and directed by Amy Poehler. Yeah. And it's got a bunch of other people. Well, I wouldn't it. say she stars in it. No. She's just kind of, you know, she's the she's in it. She's the mom of the girl. Yeah. It's a high school coming of age movie for girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I cried through the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> You're very I, sentimental. I, I just I and I don't like I don't know why. Like every single goddamn thing. Like any like anything that was just a like Oh hey, I picked up this napkin for you. I like. Oh my God, here it comes the waterworks. <laughs> like what? Oh, there are good people out there. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think it's just you know you when you look out into reality, you're like, oh my God, everybody's fucking terrible. We what a horrible society we live in. And then so you watch a movie where there's like good people and people doing nice things. It's like oh gosh, oh I long for that. I want to live in that world. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny about that too is that um, the high school jocks are just such assholes and the teachers aren't great. And it was crazy. We were like, this. Oh well, wait, did you tell them the name of the movie? I said his name. Mo oh, yeah. Moxie. Moxie yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, we're, I was like, this is in the Midwest. People are different out there. <laughs> and then they're like, and because we live in Oregon and the Pacific Northwest, yeah. we're like, damn it. I couldn't get I, uh, folks. If you've seen the movie, uh, let us know. Nine, seven, one, three, six, one, nine, three, nine, six is the number. And, uh, I, you know, I don't think we're spoiling anything when we say. I uh, I was so confused as to like where the fuck this was and because these people were awful like this the the principal of the school Marcia Gay Harden by the way I love her yeah she's great uh but but just like like basically like letting these these jocks do whatever the hell they want it it seemed like it was from like the 90s or 80s or something like that like you know that that type of like oh let you know, we'll just let the boys be boys and let all that, let the jocks do whatever they want. And, um, yeah, it's very sexist and there's a rating system for the girls and it's, yeah, it's a little exaggerated, but it's definitely something that, you know, every high school deals with. It's crazy. I think you've forgotten. I, I don't think, well, <laughs> first of all, I didn't, you know, I was not, uh, in any of those, the, the scenes, you know, I didn't. Uh, and you know, th and back then I don't, you know, I don't know if they had the rating system and, or I wasn't privy to it at my high school in, you know, 1992. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I just don't. And then, so, but I, I also, I, um, I got out of high school as fast as I could. You know, I did a year in regular high school and then I did, uh, and I went to con continuation high school and graduated. So I, you know, I didn't stick around yeah. to be a senior and, you know, maybe maybe I would have seen a little more of that. But I, I don't think so. But I was a punk rocker. I was a skater and I didn't hang out with with the with the quote unquote cool kids. Yeah. Know? And I went to a really small high school. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, if you're sentimental at all, uh, you know, get some Kleenex. But uh <laughs> It's it, you know all in all I thought it was oh, it was oh, it was pretty good it was entertaining it was entertaining I wouldn't uh, now so uh, I I don't know if there's other people out there that uh, ever have this happen but uh, when somebody says you're gonna love I 
I know you're going to love this, which in when somebody says that to me, it's just like, oh, fuck, this is going to be terrible. I know it. Yeah, I, you can't overhype something, too. But yeah, uh, but also, I picked the movie out and um, I have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> This is absolutely true. <laughs> she has terrible taste in movies. And so whenever she picks, whenever she says, oh, I found something, and I started watching it, but I thought, oh, Liam would love this. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, but, you know, this one was very, inter- it was entertaining, and I did cry through the whole thing, so there had to be some, you know, something about it that was good. But, it, yeah. Check it out, folks. It's called Moxie. Uh, they did, so the I guess the kind of premise of the movie is, uh, you know, these girls... Uh, feminism and punk rock, blah blah they blah. They start you know? a zine, <laughs> yeah, blah blah blah, whatever. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what they do play some pretty cool music in in the in the movie. Well, no, like the main song in the movie that they play is "Bikini Kill," "Rebel Girl." Yeah, which so was my high school theme song too. It was my high school theme. Oh wait, no, it wasn't my high school theme song. <laughs> But I did, I do, I do enjoy the song, and uh, let's check it out. Why don't we? Why don't we give that song a listen? Let's do it. All right, you're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions.
Bikini Kill doing Rebel Girl. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, hanging out with Aura Taylor, you know, talking about what we did last night. That, that, uh, that song was from the movie Moxie, uh, or they played that, that song a bunch of times, uh, or once or twice. A anyway, bunch of times. A bunch yeah. of times, yeah. It was throughout the movie. Uh, great song. Love fucking Bikini Kill. Uh, another movie, though, we watched last night uh, was Moonstruck. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. As well. And a movie, I don't know if I've, I mean, I feel like I've seen it. I feel like we watched it a few years ago on okay, television. Okay, I think that's true. I think but you're right. we missed right. the beginning. Right, we missed the beginning. And the beginning's the very, it's the, it's the most important part. Yeah. Because, uh, as you pointed out last night, the movie is pretty normal. Up until a certain yeah, point. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's uh, we've got Cher and Danny Aiello, and they... There's some great acting in it. Uh, well... In the beginning. <laughs> I mean, Danny Aiello, sure. Cher is amazing. Sure. She did win the <laughs> Academy Award for that. Yeah. Did she? She won, yeah. She won for Best Supporting Actress? Best Actress. Best Actress? Yes. And Nick Cage won for Best mm, Actor? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Olympia Dukakis won oh, for... Oh, God rest her soul. Yes, yes, we love her. And she won for Best Supporting Actress for that. Um, really? Yeah, I was just looking at, you know, that it was nominated for Best Picture. Really? Yes. Holy shit. And I feel like somebody else won for that. Oh, man. Too, like the... That is the very dad? that is very surprising because I I just watched that movie and it is oh it won for best writing no! and screenplay no no I was just gonna say I was just gonna say that the Vincent. writing is just fucking ridiculous in this movie and it was not oh and then the dad Vincent Gardenia holy was shit. nominated for best supporting actor that- and. Best director Norman Jewison. Wow, wow, was nominated. That is in for an Oscar. Incredible. Yes. Man, the eighties were wild. (laughs) Man, people who were high on cocaine, they're just like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." It came out in eighty-seven. Wow, man, this is great. Um, So, folks, uh, you know, because of copyright issues and whatnot, you know, we can't play clips from the movie, but. Uh, we decided that we would, uh, you know, do uh, do a scene, f- the, my f- the 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 opening, the scene where the shit gets like you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, Aura's gonna play the part of Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Uh, you're also gonna be playing the part of Loretta. But uh, uh, <laughs> I've sent I sent you the script. Okay, are you ready? gonna mention? Wait. Uh, oh, go are ahead. Are you gonna talk about? What happens when Nicolas Cage comes on the screen? When he first appears on the screen? <laughs> yeah. When he first appears on the screen, he looks magnificent. You yes. know? He's like glistening. He's, he's, he's a baker. He's a baker. Sweaty and he's and so sweaty. And oh, and, and yeah, he's like super super built. Like, yeah. he, he looks ripped. Yeah, and he's got uh, huge and you're like, holy smokes, who is that? And then they go to his face, and you're like, oh. Whoa! Hold on there. Somebody got somebody got to get some uh, work done on their teeth. If you know what I mean. He does uh, get his teeth fixed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right, uh, so here we go. You ready? This is the uh, this is this is uh, this is Nick Cage's opening monologue. <laughs> they say bread is life, so I bake bread, 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 and the years go by, 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 and I sweat and shovel this stinking dough in and out of this hot hole in the wall, and I should be so happy, huh, sweetheart? You want me to come to the wedding of my brother Johnny? Where's my wedding? Chrissy, over by the wall. Give me the big knife. No, Ronnie. Give me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. Maybe I should come back <laughs> another time. No. I want you to see this. I want you to watch me kill myself so you can tell my brother on his wedding day. Chrissy, give me the big knife. I tell you, I won't do it. Do you know about me? Nothing's anybody's fault, but things happen. Look. It's wood. It's fake. Five years ago, I was engaged to be married. Johnny came in here. He ordered bread from me. I put it in the slicer, and I talked with him about my... And, my, I, <laughs> and I talked with him, and my hand got caught because I wasn't paying attention. The slicer chewed off my hand. It's funny because when my fiancé saw that I was married, she left me. Me. For an <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because when my fiancé saw that I was maimed, she left me for another man. And scene. Wow. Yeah. Good job. That is ridiculous writing. <laughs> that won an award or was nominated? It was like Nicolas Cage wrote his own lines for that movie. <laughs> Incredible. But it was fun. I did it fall was. asleep at the end, though. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Did they get married? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, wait. Which which, did, uh, Johnny and and Loretta or Ronnie and Loretta? Ronnie. Yeah. So oh. Johnny says to Loretta, I, "I can't marry you because my mom. I thought I proposed to you because I thought my mom was dying and now she's better." And then she goes, "Okay." And then Ronnie goes, "Loretta, will you marry me?" <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Okay." Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's kind of her character. She's like, hmm, I just, you know, she's a she's a caretaker. She's nice. Yeah. Also in the movie, Cher is 37 and uh she actually was 41 and Nicolas Cage was 23. They don't talk about his age, but she's always like, I can't marry, I can't be with you. You're, you know, you're my fiance's brother. They don't really talk about the fact that she, he's almost 20 years younger. That's than because her. age doesn't matter, Aura. It doesn't matter. You know? I just thought it was great, and she has gray hair in the beginning. And she get she colors her hair. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, she looks well, amazing. Yeah, and that's all that matters. And she's such a good actress. Well, <laughs> that's you know I think that's that's going to be debated throughout the ages the whether Academy or not Awards say that she is. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> the Academy Awards have said a lot of things. Uh, they nominated. Wait, did he, did he win for writing or win for writing? Yes, they won. Oh my God, folks, can you believe it? <laughs> Oh, check boy. it out! Check it out! Watch it again. Moonstruck. It's watch it for the first time. Yeah, it's it's a it's movie. Amazing. It's it is fun. Uh, it's very funny <laughs> because it's so weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's uh, let's take another quick musical break. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's listen to uh, well. Let's listen to that's Amore because it was featured in the song or featured in the movie uh, that we were just talking about. Isn't that fun? See how we did that. <laughs> You're listening to uh, Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. 
Hearts who play tippy tippy tay tippy tippy tay like a guitar and When the stars make you drool, just like a pastefas ul at some When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Signore. Excuse me, but you see back in old Napoli that's more. Bells will ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Vita Bella, Vita Bella, hearts will play, tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay, like a guitar and bella. Lucky fella, when the stars make you drool just like pasta fuzzle, that's some more When you dance down the street with the cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Signore. Excuse me, but you see back in old Napoli. to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Folks, did you know that Podland Productions is on Patreon now? That's right. You can now become a patron of Podlander, or Podland, or as I like to say, become a Podlander. Just click on the link on our homepage and become a Podlander today. With your help, we can make Podland a content machine, giving you fun and interesting entertainment all week long. Just head to the homepage and click on the Become a Podlander button, and that will send you to our Patreon page. We have many tiers from a dollar to two hundred dollars. It all helps. So whatever you can do, folks, will help out Podland. And we appreciate you so much. Don't forget to follow, like, and comment. Comment on our uh, podcast. Comment. uh, Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. Uh, You can uh, subscribe on iTunes and other 
platforms and uh, follow us on Instagram under good underscore mid underscore morning. You can find me at DJFGQBNYJs. We're also on Facebook. Just look up good mid morning and DJ Flash Gordon quarterback, New York Jets. Oh, was that? I think that was all of this stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's did I get it all? I think I got it all the stuff. I think you did. You yeah, you, you think stuff. I got it all? Uh, there might be some that'll pop up later. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, in some news, we've got some news to talk about. I guess you know. Uh, oh, there's things happening. There are. Did you? Uh, so, Senator, your man uh, Bernie Sanders uh, has introduced a resolution. That will uh, that is disapproving of the U.S. sale of seven hundred and thirty-five million dollars in precision-guided weapons to Israel. Oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, the sale of the precision-guided weapons was approved by the Biden administration before the latest outbreak of violence. Mm. So, good job, Uncle Joe. I just y- we should I. Y- uh, <laughs> you know, this is this is just how I feel about our our our, our the people running the country. Yeah, uh. <laughs> like we really just like okay, we got rid of Trump, but you know, and I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of a lot of us knew that it was like okay, well we're you know lesser of two evils, lesser of two evils. But why the fuck are we? I just don't think we should be in the business of selling weapons to people. You know? No, definitely not. I mean, that's a crazy amount of money. Yeah. Too. <laughs> it's like uh, it just doesn't. I mean, yeah. Well, good. Thank God we've got Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I, well, I guess. I mean, yes. It is. Yes. Thank God that we have Bernie Sanders. But who knows what? You know. You know he's he's introduced this, but with with the Republicans, you know they're. Who knows what will happen is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the deal is kind of already in the works. But feels I feel like Bernie Sanders at least brings some stuff to the to the surface. He talks about things Abs- that people don't really want to talk about. Yeah. Because it's stressful for this us American public who are really just trying to pay our bills, which is the position that they put us in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bernie is great because he uh, and he's been the same guy for uh, however long he's been around, which is forever. Uh, he continues to fight for the people. He continues to uh, fight against fascism. And, um, you know, I wish that <clears throat> I wish that there was more people, more Bernie Sanders out there and uh, less Mitch McConnell's. Uh, I wish that, uh, you know, the. uh AOCs and the Bernie Sanders and uh you know I wish there was more Democrats out there that were willing to actually stand up and say this is bullshit you know I, I I'm tired of I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of Republicans just playing the fucking game where they dance around and you know s- you know just try and be civil and uh we got to be nice and all that stuff it's ridiculous yeah. you know you know what I'm saying. I do. You understand. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. You're picking up what I'm laying down, right? Mm-hmm. I was reading about um, the labor shortage that they're talking about across the United States. Right, yeah. And how they say that people don't want to work because they're getting more in unemployment, which is bullshit. Um, and that they're offering all of these 
incentives for people. Well, I, you know, a lot of uh, I sorry to break in there, but a lot of the places that I because I, I think I, we, I read the same article, uh, a lot of places they're talking about are like fast food industry places like McDonald's. Yeah, they're chain restaurants, the chain restaurants and low and basically low wage jobs. Yeah, it's job, you know, yeah, low wage jobs. No, but for some reason, people aren't going back to low wage jobs. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> why you know why why won't they just go back to work for that small amount of money? For a tiny amount of money to be away from their family while they're homeschooling their children and yeah, what's yeah. what's the problem? Well, I saw one of them yesterday. It was that Applebee's is now offering uh, if you interview with them, you get free appetizers from another restaurant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but they're not paying a higher wage. <laughs> Uh, there was a. I saw one that said that I, I think it was McDonald's uh, said it would pay you fifty dollars for an interview just to come in for an interview just to come in for the interview and a hiring bonus of five hundred dollars. And I saw here in McMenamin's that they were looking for line cooks and they were uh, there's a thousand dollar signing bonus after three months. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, well, yeah. Does is well. That's crazy. So people aren't even because McMenamin's I think don't they pay their do they pay their employees. Uh, or th or no. is it minimum wage? Oh, they oh they just do minimum wage. I thought they were a company that did. No, and wage. they stopped offering benefits. Oh I, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm not sure what it. it well, when I worked there many many years ago, they stopped offering people benefits, and then they, like, if you're just a server, and then they instead of making you a manager, they made you like a lead, and so you wouldn't get benefits oh. for that because only managers were. Or, you know, guaranteed benefits. Yeah, but it it was just what a lot of places were doing, and you know, their excuse at that time was, "Well, we have so many employees, we can't afford to give everyone health insurance." But actually, health insurance gets less if you have more employees. Yep, the more employees you get, the less you have to pay. And uh, so, yeah, next time your employer says that they can't give you insurance, but yeah, so have a hiring bonus like that after three months. I mean, I th that's what that's saying to me is that a lot of people aren't lasting three months. <laughs> right. I wonder why that is. I, I mean, mean, the job's just not, it's just a, not a great job. Well, so do you think that maybe as, uh, maybe as people, more people get vaccinated and the numbers go down that more people are, because I, my one wonder is that if people are, are afraid to go back to work cause they, d they're still afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, that could be part of it, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If you are, you know, if you can compromise or your partner is or your family is and or you're just the free you just like oh, I don't want to go I, I'm, I'm just not going to go out there and get the, I just yeah you know people because people get scared you know that's true and they're like I, well I'll, I don't want to go work in a kitchen I mean, especially because if you've ever worked in a kitchen you know the type of people you're going to be working with and these are not clean people you know I mean, and especially at McMinimins. These, I mean, these people are—they're not healthy. Line cooks. They're not, oh. they're not healthy. They're not the pinnacle of health, is what I. I, I when I said clean, I didn't mean like. I mean, I meant they're they're they're. Are you saying that Portland kitchen staff are alcoholics? <laughs> yeah, they're like you know. Just because you were. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just you know you you know. I mean, you have to be out working in a mask. I mean. You have to be lot. working uh, <laughs> on on, on in a line like a hot kitchen mm -hmm. in a mask. That yeah, must be fucking brutal. A friend of ours was who was doing that was saying that um, you couldn't have any 
drinks in the kitchen because of, you know, co- coronavirus safety. Yeah, you couldn't have open container or containers with yeah, that even makes like sense. a water bottle. Yeah, so I mean, I think you're not supposed to have. You can have a. a oh yeah, it with has a, to straw. Have a straw. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think you could have that. Maybe the regulations have changed as the yeah. risk levels have gone up and down. But no, I'm I'm really glad that we don't have to be. Um, I you know I do some in the, some work in the public, but definitely not customer service. Yeah, I would be I would be scared to do that. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, so there's probably people out there who are like, I'm not going, I'm not going back to work out in the public until this thing is over. Yeah, but I think the labor shortage is. I think it really has to do with low wages. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's a the huge part of it. But I'm all I was just always so, saying there's there's probably also some people. Yeah. Um. But, but you know. The the Republicans have been saying this the whole time, and you know they might be right that if, uh, well, what they're saying is that you know people aren't going to go back to work if you're paying them, uh, more more to stay at home. Yeah, so a lot of the states have stopped giving that extra three hundred dollars a week, just to get people back to work, just to like make them Republican run states. Republican run states, exactly, and they're just making them desperate for money to go back and get. There, you know, and I wonder how many people have, uh, you know, don't want three jobs because that's the only way you can really survive and feed your family, if your wages are seven twenty five an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy that uh, that that's that that's what they're doing is they're uh, forcing people to go back to work if for you know nothing and uh, instead of just raising the you know the minimum wage I, I, you know i'm hoping in the next couple of years the uh, the federal minimum wage will just get you know they're yeah unfortunately they're in just, oregon you know the the wages are much higher here i have a friend who um her 17 year old son is working for um kfc and making 15 an hour well, that's great. Yeah, my sister heard that when she's a, a elementary school teacher. She's like thinking of you know her twelve, fifteen hour days. <laughs> I'm sure she's which uh, she doesn't get paid a lot for. No, I mean she, yeah, she's salaried, so like she puts in so many hours. She's yeah, always in the at the school, and um, yeah, if she averages it out, it's probably like less than fifteen an hour. So you can yeah. always go work at kfc but i mean it's very rewarding and she loves it but raise the minimum wage folks tell Mm -hmm. your tell call your representatives let them know say hey we need to we need to uh, raise the minimum wage because uh then then people will go back to work you want people to go back to work pay them that's all you have to do you just have to pay them the money just give them more money and they'll come to work you can't make i mean i i trust me folks i know uh i i uh i uh, anyway, you got to pay people what they're worth, and uh, that's that's the that's the takeaway, folks, for this segment is you've got to pay people what the wor- what they're worth, and people are worth a lot. So, uh, got to get have a li- living wage if you want the economy to get better. Because uh, people, if you if you're not making any money, then you're not going to spend any money. Remember that. That's the thing. That's the takeaway, folks. Is you're not going to spend any money if you're not making any money. Anyway, we got uh, more music. I got the Linda Lindas, which uh, were featured on one of the movies that we were just talking about earlier, which was Moxie. Uh, these, uh, this is an all-girl 
punk band, and they uh, this song's called Never Say Never. You can find them wherever you find your music. It's the Linda Lindas. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Good mid-morning right here on Podland Productions. Don't forget to comment, review, rate, uh, you know, do all this stuff. Tell your friends. Let people know about Podland Productions. Uh, we're here and we're having fun. We're doing things. We're trying things. We're doing podcasts. We've got uh, Fiddle Me This coming to a, Fiddle Me This season two is coming to a close here in just a few episodes but don't worry because my three songs is just starting up and uh, we've got we're actually recording two new episodes this weekend hopefully and uh so we're going to be putting those out we got a new episode from dj ba coming out today so uh be sure to check that out strictly off the records with dj ba is a fun great show he plays a lot of really good music so Check that out if you can, and, uh, you know, become a patron. Do all the cool stuff. All the cool kids are doing it, folks, and uh, you want to be cool, don't you? Don't you want to be cool? You want to be cool. 
Uh, my co-host has stepped away uh, for the rest of the show, so it's just it's just us now. Now it's just us, folks. We can we can really get down to the nitty gritty now. If you want to send a text, nine seven one three six one nine three nine six is the text line. I'll be here until ten o'clock. Just uh, you know. Going through the news and whatnot, talking about stuff, playing some more music. I've got more music to play, so don't you worry. And you can also check out my uh, my music show, uh, The Way We Get By, every Friday on Shady Pines Radio. That's right, Shady Pines Radio, right here in Portland, Oregon. Fridays, th- 4 to 6. That's going to be a lot. That's a lot of fun. And then, you know, Wednesdays, Good Mid Morning is on Shady Pines Radio, 9 to 10, so... You can find us there as well. Uh, in other news, folks, well, uh, in Evil Empire news, Emperor Palpatine or Mitch the Bitch McConnell and a few other Republicans like Dirtbag Roy Blunt are once again trying to keep the people away from the truth after the House passed a bill to establish a commission to investigate the events surrounding January 6th. The Senate Republicans took look poised to torpedo the commission with few Republicans signaling they'd vote with Democrats to support it. This is coming from CNN. One of the reasons, uh, one of the reasons, <coughs> uh, one of the reasons that uh, that Tom Hartman actually suggested yesterday when we were listening to the show, one of the reasons that they're doing this is because uh, uh, they don't want to investigate uh, themselves. Uh, uh, <laughs> these Republicans were part, took part in the uh, January 6th events so they don't want to actually uh look into it because if they look into it they're gonna see who was actually a part of it uh now uh mitch i'm not a turtle i'm a human being mcconnell says they don't want to investigate because people are already investigating it and he doesn't think it's necessary and roy i've never smoked a blunt uh (laughs) i've never smoked a blunt in my life blunt agrees saying if the goal of the commission is to understand security failures and better equip the capital waiting another seven months to get those answers answers isn't useful which isn't true it would be it would be very useful and i you know i i think the american people uh could could wait another seven months you know if even you know let's i'd like to have as many investigations into uh into the january 6 events as possible, you know, get as many people in there looking at it as possible. And so we can really find out what happened, who was responsible, who took part, which one of the, you know, these, um, I'm looking for more. I, I want, I want answers folks. And I don't care how, how long it takes, you know, I, I just want the answers. So Republicans are also, uh, another reason, um, Another reason it, the Republicans don't re- really want this is because they are aware that if there's uh, uh, an investigation, then Donald Trump is going to be investigated more. So there's going to be more talk from former President Donald Trump, uh, more talk of the big lie, more questions each and every day about a dark day that was the culmination of months of falsehoods and fanning the flames of many members in the GOP. Uh, if if the goal is to take back the House and Senate in 2022, then this investigation would not be helpful. And the goal is to take back the House in 2022, folks. They want to take the House and the Senate, and then thus making 
Joe Biden, a lame duck president, nothing getting done. And then in 2024, the Republicans will try and steal the election, steal the election. They will not try and win it. They will try and steal it, which they're already uh, getting. They're already, uh, you know, getting primed for. So watch out for that fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, these people are lying. They're lying to us, folks. Um, and uh, and this is where we are now. The fascist regime is really coming uh, coming for our so-called democracy. And I, for one, don't want to live in a fascist country. If the left side doesn't start ditching the let's everyone work together attitude and grow some balls, then the dumpster fire Republicans are going to win. And if they win, then this country is over. And when this country is over, the world will fall. Economies will collapse, climate crisis will explode, and if you think the pandemic is bad, you're not going to like the future. Unless we do something, folks, for right now it's voting and calling our representatives and getting them to step up, which we need to do. We need to do all of that stuff, and we need to fight against uh, the, uh, the Republicans who are trying to make it so people can't vote. Um, and if that doesn't work, then it then which it doesn't seem to be, then uh, then then people need people like us need to start running for offices, local offices. We need to start locally. We need to start local. Um, and then that doesn't work. Folks, and it's uh, you know, I'm I just think I'm looking at a future that has a revolution in it uh, and it needs to come quicker than it than than uh, I mean, this all needs to happen fast, folks. We need to change the course of where uh, this country is going fast or in five, ten years, we're just going to be completely and totally fucked. So um, please go out, <coughs> let your representatives know that you don't want to live in a fascist country and that you yourself are Antifa because all Antifa is is anti-fascist. And I've said it before, the only people who don't like anti-fascists are fascists. That's right. The only people who don't like anti-fascists are fascists. So there you go. That was my rant. I've got more music to play. This is called Can't Stop Fighting from Sheer Mag. You're listening to Good Midmorning right here on Podland.Productions.
listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. That was Femi Kuti doing Nah Big Mi- Big Manism Spoil Government. And it is the truth. Big Manism does spoil the government. We've got a bunch of big manisms. Uh big manism people. I think Trump is is a a, a, a perfect example of big manism. Uh, this uh, this idea that he he is you know that he portrays himself as this big powerful person but really inside he's just a weak little boy he's just a weak little boy you know that reminds me of something that uh, Trump's dad used to say uh, uh, Trump's father used to say uh, get away from me Donald you you freak you, get away Donald get away from me you you're a freak yeah. Oh yeah, that totally uh man, that remember when he used to say that when Trump's father used to say that all the time. <laughs> uh folks, you know, join us tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. I think maybe we'll have a co-host. I don't know. You know, this this show is uh it's it's constantly evolving and if you listen to the show you know, thank you for listening, and I appreciate it. And let your friends know, and uh, show us some love. Uh, you know, like the show, leave us a comment, let us know that you're listening. So, because the the more encouragement we get here uh, on Good Mid Morning, then the better the show is going to get. Uh, because if if nobody's listening, if nobody's uh, engaging with us, eventually we're just going to be like, ah, well, that was fun, and we're going to stop. So uh, let us know that you're listening. You can always text us, 971-361-9396 is the text line. You can send me an email at Liam. Uh, uh, Liam at <laughs> You can send an email to Liam at Podland.Productions, or you can send it to DJFGQBNYJS on Gmail. Follow us on Instagram. All of that stuff, folks, let us know that you're out there and uh, so we can continue to do the show uh, because we really enjoy it and we hope that you do 